1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
1: 1-800-518-2281. 800-518-2281.
0: KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. DC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. Former President Donald Trump is suing the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot in an effort to keep records under wraps. The lawsuit filed in a DC district court Monday is an attempt to block the House committee as it works to investigate his actions before and during the Capitol siege. The suit claims the subpoenas for said documents are unprecedented and untethered from any legitimate legislative purpose. Republican leader Mitch McConnell is remembering General Colin Powell as a trailblazing leader. The Kentucky Republican released a statement today noting Powell's service to the U.S. throughout his life, both on the front lines and in other military and governmental roles. Powell died this morning at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center where he was being treated for complications of coronavirus. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says President Biden will meet with lawmakers from both chambers to move forward with the bill Back Better agenda. He
3: has participated in dozens and dozens of calls, of meetings, of engagements with members to hear their viewpoints, to understand where they're coming from, to reach consensus.
0: Payments from a $25 million settlement reached with Broward County Public Schools are coming to those most impacted by the Parkland Massacre in Florida. Lisa Taylor reports. Attorney David Brill who represents families of those killed, wounded, or psychologically injured says most of the money will be paid to those who lost a loved one in the attack. Late last week confessed gunman Nicholas Cruz pleaded guilty on battery charges against a jail guard. He's expected to plead guilty on Wednesday to all charges associated with the school shooting. A bill banning coronavirus vaccine mandates in Texas is not expected to pass the legislature. Republican Senator Kel Seliger tells the Texas Tribune he doesn't believe there are enough votes to pass SB 51. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
4: It's okay if you're wondering. Is the COVID-19 vaccine safe for people like me? And when you're ready, here's your answer. It was tested by adult volunteers of different ages, races, genders, ethnicities, and health conditions. Tens of thousands of people, a group as diverse as California itself. And thanks to them, we know the vaccine is safe. Let's get you there. Let's get to immunity. Learn more at vaccinateall58.com or call 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health.
2: Silva and Silva Law is here for all your living trust needs. As attorneys, it's hard to tell someone it's too late to draft a will or living trust. Planning for one's final wishes is never easy. And the last thing you want to do is leave a mess for your children to clean up or even worse, have to go through the probate process. Silva and Silva Law is a father-daughter law firm located in downtown Redlands. Find us on Facebook or call 909-798-1500. 909-798-1500. Have your revocable living trust drafted by an experienced attorney and tailored to your specific needs. Call Sylvan Silva Law, 909-798-1500.
0: If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at kcaaradio.com.
2: My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. Plus, the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call
1: 800-616-4199
2: to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs running or not.
1: Call 800-616-4199.
2: The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early, like they did with my mom. Donate today.
1: Call 800-616-4199. 800-616-4199. Men, it's time to stay sharp. Now or anytime is the time to stay sharp. Have a holiday or a special event coming up. Maybe you just want to look good for that special someone. If staying sharp is important to you, then look good with the all-new Stay Sharp Barber Shop in Redlands. Get a precision blade cut or barber trim from the Master Barbers at Stay Sharp. It's clean, convenient, and cool. Watch sports on one of the many big-screen TVs. Kick back with an adult beverage and a warm towel afterwards. Tapers, crop tops, gentlemen's cuts faux hawks, skin fades, comb-overs, hot towel shaves, and hair design. Gentlemen, treat yourself to the special service at Stay Sharp. Walk-ins are welcome. Stay Sharp Barbershop at the Tri-City Center, just off Interstate 10 and in the 215 between Alabama and Tennessee on the south side of the freeway. Call 909-272-2931. That's 909-272-2931. And Stay Sharp. K C A. A.
4: Listen
1: to me. No matter what Listen it is in life me. that you want, you gotta go out there and get it. It's still nothing to sleep but a dream. Stay focused on you, focus your view, succeed, cause I'm hoping you do. Keep climbing up the ladder, cause the key to success. Go hard and go home, never settle for less. Life is stress, but we gotta deal with it, homie. Send a prayer to the man to put a shield on it. Work hard for what you get, appreciate what you got. You can always improve, just don't stop. Going for your dream to achieve in your life. Gotta take a chance, like rolling the dice. It won't come to you, so you gotta go get it at the end of the day. Add up the digits, miss price is away, so I live by it, until this very day, I kept on mashing and I never gave up, me believing in myself, is the way I came.
5: team? This is Robert Porto with the I Love San Bernardino County Radio Show on KCA NBC, 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, 1050 AM, where we will talk politics, culture, and history. I hope you're all having a great day today, team. It was nice and cool. We always like that. Um, got a tiny bit of mist. You know we need rain really bad. So uh, it's been an overall d- pretty decent day. Um, we have some great guests with us today. Um, uh,
2: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest
0: place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: And we'll go over uh, some of the projects that they've been working on and things like that. Um... Uh, I'll just go down the line here and, and we'll, we'll see if you guys can guess, uh, guess who they are. Go ahead.
6: My name is Angelica. Last name is Sarmiento. And I have run the food pantry for quite some time. Now we are at homelessstand.com.
4: And I am uh, Sergeant Major Coker, Greg Coker. And I run Reaching New Heights Foundation. And, and we're just excited to be able to kind of team up and do some great things in the city of San Bernardino.
3: Hi, I'm Della Porter and I'm Robert Porter's mother and I'm glad to be here today, thank you.
5: And I have my surprise guest. I brought my mama on the show.
3: Go ahead and pu- put that microphone up there for you, Mom. Oh, so you get a little, a little bit closer cool. there.
5: Hey. Yeah, we, all right. you know, uh, she, she made me, so she gets special privileges. So, I, you know, I, I'm just <laughs> really happy that that, that that everyone's here today. Uh, uh. Angelica um, actually came to visit my mama in in, in the hospital, mm. it, it, plus all the things she does And I've for worked the for Angela. Yeah, well, and... Uh,
6: She's I'm, my number one girl. That yeah, much yeah, I can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. awesome. all volunteers up the for phone. the food
5: banks too and stuff. So I, I, I thought it'd be a great show to have you both on there. And then of Thank course you. Sergeant Major did a great job with his uh, um, video the other day at a Paris Hill Park. Mm-hmm. And then with the actual event itself was yeah. incredible. You yeah, two just yeah. you, you you blew the the top off of a of of. of the amount of people that were there, like yeah. normally you see something small, but this thing was like a festival. It was so good, <laughs> and uh, it, it was a great outreach for the community, and, and we'll get yes. a little bit more into that in a little bit. Um, first, I'd like to mention our sponsors, uh, Celebrities Bar and Grill over on 40th Street. Uh, Max Zaire and Zoe are, are, are a very good uh a, a, Local business owners that want to help the community, that want to be a part of uh, like the Phoenix rising up for San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. Um, he's interested in putting um, holiday lights along the 40th Street corridor and eventually um, making it so maybe we'll have them on East Street and stuff again. Maybe get that tinsel, like the trees and the candles and things wow. like that put up again. So we know when the festive time is coming. And uh, I know holiday lights people are like well the metal thieves will still no we'll get a solar one so we can put them mm-hmm. up and keep that stuff away from thieves and uh, you know that just because something's a little more difficult doesn't mean it won't make the more festive around here you know yes. mm-hmm. we do need uh, some positive things to make us smile and instead of just you know riding around and seeing um, unsheltered people or graffiti, or whatever. We'll see some good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I do appreciate that uh, Max is bringing that on, and he also has a Halloween uh, costume day coming up. He, I mean, so follow uh, Celebrities Bar and Grill, or follow I Love Celebr- Celebrities Bar and Grill, or I Love Sam Bernardino exclamation points, and you'll get all the, the details with that. Max often uh, posts on there, and puts up his uh, videos about what he's Got to eat and things like that. And they got some good food there. My mama loves uh, um, honey barbecue wings, so Max is always like, take your mom home some of those barbecue wings.
3: They never make it, though. They (laughs) they
5: make it, team. They make it. (laughs) Um, So uh, I I also like to mention um, uh, uh, Inland Empire Optometry on 19th and Waterman. Uh, Carol Klein over there is a big supporter, a lifelong San Bernardinoan. And uh, um, she's, uh really cares about our community, and I wanted to give her an extra shout-out. Of course, uh, um, Manel over at uh, Green Shack, a great sponsor, Nar- and her mom, um, Nardine, and dad, uh, Jerry, just great people overall. Go get a Green Shack sandwich. They would really, um, you know, they deserve your support being a business here for 40 years. But also, they got great food, so I mean, go yeah. over there and have <laughs> a mafia meatball. They're killer. <laughs> And uh, um, last but not least, discount, tire, and auto uh, right across the street from Green Shack, right there on Highland Avenue. Um, They'll fix your car. And if you mention I Love San Bernardino Group, um, you'll get 10% off right now. So uh, um, Richard Rubios is a good guy, and I appreciate him helping our community and and the very good people um today with our little history tidbit before we get into it i I was just kind of thinking about what to talk about but considering that my mom is a lifelong san bernardinen and uh she's watched you know this place grow like i i thought what would she know a lot about and you know McDonald's is very famous in San Bernardino being Uh started here and stuff. So I thought, you know what? Let's ask my mom, uh, uh, do you have a little story about? you could tell us about uh, McDonald's?
3: Uh, Two times they had a five-cent hamburger day, and you could get 20 hamburgers for a dollar. And my uncle and my dad would go and get them for our families, and we all got to eat McDonald's that day, and it made us all very happy, and... 20 hamburgers would feed both families. and.
5: How, how many people?
3: There was eight of us all together, but most of us were little kids.
5: Mm-hmm. So
3: we only ate one hamburger.
5: So, mm-hmm. so what year around? T- do you think? Uh,
3: I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nickel hamburgers, like yeah. The <laughs> night, night, like they night, were still in the original building. It was probably
5: in the 1960s team, wow. um, maybe late. 1950s my mom was born in 1953.
3: 53 so it was probably about maybe right around 1960.
5: And uh what what high school did you go to?
3: San Gregonio high school. Oh
5: boo pacific pirates rule. Oh wait wait a second. (laughs) Uh, That's my school. No my mom went to San Gregonio and uh, um, she got married here in San Bernardino my uh, my father came home from Vietnam and he he worked for Grandpa, right? Yeah. And uh, they they met uh, on Elm Street in San Bernardino, right? Or is that yeah. right? Yeah.
3: And he, Peter got home from Vietnam and he was disabled, mm-hmm. so he was sick for a long time. So when he got better, then he started to work for my husband, my dad.
5: Okay. And uh, we just talked to Grandpa today. He's doing well. He's living up in uh, Crestline, but still doing uh, okay. And so is my Grandma Davis. So um, we, we've had a long history here in San Bernardino, and uh, that's why we care about our history so much.
3: My parents were born and raised in um, San Bernardino and Bloomington. Yeah, Grandma,
5: so, yep. Grandma, Cor- Grandma Quarles, or Grandma um, Quarles Davis, was born in, over there in Colton, right?
3: In no, Bloomington. Blooming, I'm
5: sorry, in Bloomington, yeah. I remember Aunt Ruthie talking about some of those stories. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, obviously, we uh, we love history. Um, I'm currently the, the Arts and Historical Preservation Commissioner, um, also its chairman. I'm um, kind of run into uh, an issue today I wanted to talk about a little bit for uh, th- those in the know and those with, who'd like to know. Um, a lot of times San Bernardino is known for destroying its history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, old libraries, old buildings that were banks, churches, just beautiful pieces of architecture hit by the wrecking ball and destroyed. And it, it and it's it, it's for progress. I understand that point, but it you know, other places protect their history and they're still mm-hmm. moving forward with progress. For example, Riverside, when their downtown is just absolutely gorgeous with all those historical buildings um it's i've run into problems trying to protect our history over and over and over again um even to the point where today it was brought up that um uh, my points go nowhere by the by the representative from the city which actually hurt my feelings a little (laughs) bit right because he really didn't know that uh uh, how i lobby uh, the, the people personally in the background but he said my speeches had zero effect basically so uh uh i guess that's uh telling the truth and normal because our history is ignored mm-hmm. a lot of times by the people who have the power to save it and to me that's the problem that the problem is is like when politicians don't protect the history and don't go out of the way to do this extra stuff and don't make sure it's on the agenda and don't make sure it's very important. It just doesn't happen. And then the city um, workers and staff take that upon themselves to mean that that maybe they don't have to do much. Um, I was actually told today that I should probably have to do the um, research and work to get this done, but the point was in the beginning was to hire a professional cultural resource management company to come in and do our historical survey of our city like they did in the 1990s right so i ran into a bunch of walls today so i'm going to keep fighting for our history team i you know just because you hit a wall in a, in a commission or whatever doesn't mean you can't you know you're going to give up you got to keep going um maybe uh, my points weren't getting across correctly i don't know i'm just going to go directly to the council members so if you're listening, uh, uh, out there team Uh, i will be talking to you about this um i i kind of feel like our city staff should be uh giving the ideas and ready to execute them not saying we're not here to be given homework right um that's just not right. So uh, we need to work on that, and uh, definitely will be. But uh, remember, our history is important. And if we don't speak up for it, guess what? The next person who uh, develops that area is not looking at saving San Bernardino's history. They want the next uh, Walgreens, or they want the next Walmart, or, or whatever, discount dollar, or whatever they're building right now of Carl's Jr. Like, When are we going to get something better? But anyways, if you'd rather have those things in our history don't say anything. Otherwise, you know, speak up a little bit. You can always get in contact with me if there's something um, that you think needs protected. And uh, I'll do my best uh, to try to get that information out there. But like the city staff says, I'm very uh, seldom successful with the formal things. And that shouldn't be a reflection on me. That actually should be a reflection on the fact that our, we're not spending the money to protect this stuff, right? Or we're letting the powers that be take it over. So, all right, my little vent there. Um, I'd like to let you guys know what's going on with these uh, commissions. On the art side, we um, okayed um, uh, proposals for the city council to look at to for art acquisition and for arts grants. So if you're listening, city council, we really need to have some monies allocated for these grants, um, and I'm sure you'll understand that once you get the um, the... The, the proposal and you decide how much you're going to allocate for us but you know m- more is better with the arts and if you know i i don't want to ask for a uh, 20 million dollars but uh but but a million might be fine uh, well, we're right. taking it for the arts <laughs> right? wouldn't that be great but like you know whatever it is um team will work with it and uh we w- we really would appreciate um to be able to sponsor some of these uh um, you know, up-and-coming artists and, and, and yeah. give them the opportunity to, to show what they're made of and, and make a, uh, maybe make it a little name for themselves. So um, yeah. uh, that's what happened in our, on our Arts Commission. So uh, th- that's cool. I will be speaking on this team on Wednesday. And uh, we have our city council meeting over at the library on East Street. So you guys can, uh, everybody, welcome to come on down there. The meeting starts at 7 o'clock. Um, public speakings in the big be- about in the beginning. You might if you just want to come in and say three minutes. You can come in and say three minutes, and you probably stay a half hour or more, maybe. Um, but if you want to say for the whole meeting, it might last into the next day. I've been there in, in the morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you make your decision on how you want to do it, but you can't speak on anything you wish for three minutes. So if you really feel like you need to uh, speak up, yeah, you know, come on out there and uh, do your uh, public speaking and 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 let the council know because. Um, The council members are very smart in what they're good at, but they're not smart in everything, like we all have our abilities and and things that we understand more than others, so that's why we have to share with these uh, politicians um, how to our expertise so they can take it into their ideas and uh, um, add it to their compromise and and hopefully some of our ideas will get out there and uh, help make our city better because Still so we got a long ways to go, team. We've got a long ways to go. Um, uh, I'd like to, 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 to start with you. Uh, so what do you think uh, got you really into outreach and helping the community?
6: For me, I have been doing quite some time. So I was doing it in Los Angeles, um, pretty much hiding behind the scenes, as always. And, you know, you tell me that, Angie, come on, let me get your picture. I'm like, no, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Please. But, uh, but, you know, I, I think growing up, my mother was a large inspiration to me. I have seen my mom pretty much try to take care of just about anyone in the community. And my father was always a giver, you know, had a mechanical shop. And sometimes the gentlemen's they would come by because they didn't have no money. And he would fix the tire for a truck to go on. So they would be able to bring the sugar cane to the factory and keep the mill going and keep them going. So giving is a beautiful thing. And when we get inspired to give, we pretty much have to... Lose oneself, for us to be able to see the blessing that is being partaken within the community.
5: It, it it feels good too. It does.
6: Mm-hmm. It absolutely feels amazing. You know, I can actually go home and sleep at peace, and I don't have to worry about questions. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean it's not all mm-hmm.
5: stress team, but like when you mm-hmm. help others, it it there's just something human about it yes. that makes you feel like, wow. Yeah. And it, it's, I, I don't think that it's like uh, taking advantage of the situation. I think it's, that's how humans are meant to be, mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. do better anthropologically, yeah. right? So yeah. we make community, so we can feed each other, so we all, mm-hmm. our, all our children do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Major, h- h- how did you get involved in outreach?
4: Well, I think uh, from a long, uh, young age, my mother was a, a welfare worker. Uh, and, uh, and then just my background, coming from a background of not always having. And so knowing what, uh, uh, what it's like not to have and then being able to, to be a part of giving. And so uh, I think uh, through my mom and just uh, uh, being a uh, disabled veteran, it just feels good. It's, it's the humanity. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thank you. And, and so, just being able to, to give back makes you feel good. And, it, it, uh, really, it really does. And,
5: that. and the, just to see the other person, mm-hmm. sometimes incredible smiles, but mm-hmm. sometimes you'll just crack that smile mm-hmm. like on someone who might have had a frown for the whole mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And, very true. And that's an incredible feeling. I, I remember working at the Food Bank of Homo home Neighborly Services with my mama. And uh, like, there would be some very aggressive, people mm-hmm. but like they were happy that we were helping mm-hmm. them and you mm-hmm. could see it in their it eyes absolutely yeah. go
6: through all this mixed emotion mm-hmm.
5: yes, mm-hmm. yes. Right, Della. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was this
3: couple and they were always grumpy when they came through the lines and I worked on and worked on and one day they came in and they smiled and says how are you today Della it made me feel mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. and they were always nice to me after that and I really liked that and they were just very unhappy.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. M- it's they a need someone
3: to smile at them. Sure. M- mama, it?
5: what 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 inspired you to get involved in helping others?
3: After I retired, I was bored.
5: <laughs> 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 I was just sitting
3: home doing nothing, <laughs> and I <laughs> I wanted to do something and
5: make a difference, it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and you go to church too, so you help the church. Yes.
3: I work in the nursery and with the disabled people at mm. the church.
5: Uh, disabled kids and uh, wow. and t- tell them your story about uh, the music too.
3: Oh, it was so funny the other day We have three girls in wheelchairs and they're speechless and so This girl came in and we turned the music on and the CD ran out and she started to fuss and Cry, cry. Mm-hmm. and I looked at her and I says what's the matter? And she looked at me and she looked at the radio Mm. and she looked at me and I got up and I went and turned the CD back on and she smiled from ear to ear. I mean, that was the first real communication I ever had with her and it was wonderful.
5: And and those types of moments Mm -hmm. uh, happen across the board when you volunteer and help people. And I'm sure everybody has a similar story and what's so great about it is that those stories, you can t- continue to stop. Look at. we got smiles on our faces mm-hmm. right true. now, right? Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. true. So I always tell people that are depressed or, yes. or feel like they're yes. like a little lost, go volunteer. Mm-hmm. I, if you're not a, a church-going person, there's plenty of profits out there, mm-hmm. and who knows, you might even end up with a job, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. not all volunteer. You can actually get a job doing mm-hmm. this stuff sometimes. The, when you get a job being a volunteer... It's like way more, a lot, a lot of work <laughs> plus some volunteering. But yeah, like yeah. that's what, what I was going to ask you next. So, like, is yeah. it is it enough to to be able to make a living to be able to help others? Can you make a living and still volunteer and do all the other stuff too? Or
6: we encourage people from all different sources of of income, non income, transitional. Last year, and I think that Della could relate to this very well. We had a senior pantry where we were only giving food on Tuesday, and then we had a pantry on Thursday, which was for the general community. When COVID time, we had over 50 volunteers. That's good. Cool. Through it all, mm. we had wow. over 50 volunteers. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons was because I'm very grateful to a gentleman by the name of Paul Moore from the Veteran Department mm-hmm. in Loma Linda, we actually had a drive-through job fair. So we were encouraging people to come to the facility. So I would pretty much do an evaluation as to what kind of work you want to do. Do you want to continue education? And we had Phyllis Guy that is on the staff, which is also a licensed counsel in education. Mm-hmm. We also have psychologists on site with us. And we had different departments with us that, you know, component to analyze and to help and if they wanted somewhere to stay if they didn't want somewhere Mm -hmm. to stay what could pretty much reach out as to see what was the basic need that they had bring them in look at how many hours were they able to what time they were able to volunteer and pretty much determine Mm -hmm. what area of work we think that you're looking at what capability Mm -hmm. where do I think I need to see you grow a little bit? Where do I really think I need to tell what, you which is good into what development area exactly? What development mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So pretty much and we had fun. We yeah. mm-hmm. had a blast at always all times, right, Della? Fun. Oh yeah. All the mm-hmm. time. I mean, sometimes we would bring food and we had different food. This one I, had I this like type of food. <laughs> the other one had that type of Never food. Go wrong with that. But we always <laughs> had, you know, and... An encouraging moment, an inspiring moment, a moment to say that we work hard, we played hard, we enjoy each other's hard, and we did so many things. We had last year, we had um, the drive-through um, job fair. We had out in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Major had the mm-hmm. veteran stand-down. We mm-hmm. provided over a hundred boxes of food for mm-hmm. that event. We had the Christmas event, which was a drive-through Christmas event. Community and
4: cookouts, remember
6: that? Yep. We did also the community cookout. So, mm-hmm. in all different aspect of event, yeah. if you don't fit in one, if you don't yeah. fit in carrying forty pounds in a box, we got you.
4: We got something for you. We
6: gonna have you in that there griller. Going to Overflow Farm in Riverside, and Mm -hmm. you know, start planting the seed or something. Some like you that excel above (laughs) and beyond YouTube, like in Mm -hmm. in.
5: You can see the team is is you shouldn't have to if, if you're trying to s- survive you shouldn't have to go poor helping others mm-hmm. right exactly mm-hmm. so uh, starting on for profits and and getting salaries and things like that are something that happens after you do a lot of work mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get those grants and you bring mm-hmm. in that extra mm-hmm. funding and stuff like that. but that doesn't mean that you still don't want to you ain't voluntary the other yeah, twenty four sure, hours sure. of that, the day yeah. oh absolutely yeah. absolutely but that it makes me <laughs> excited to see others that have started non-for-profits or uh, work with these uh, outreach programs. And they're, they're, they're happy, they're mm-hmm. content, they're making, they're helping their family and they're helping the community. And that's what we need more of. And sure. that's why I'm trying to, to, to bring uh, those types of people on the show to, to inspire everybody mm-hmm. out there. So mm-hmm. how do you inspire veterans to volunteer?
4: I think one thing about um, about volunteering is it allows you to take the burden off yourself. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times people are struggling and they want to tell you and I'm struggling and it's tough. But as soon as you are able to give something to somebody else, to help out somebody else, you kind of forget about the things that are happening to you and then you're able to grow. A lot of times people are stifled because they think that they got the burden on their back. But Mm -hmm. as soon as you give to other people, you don't have that burden on your back and you're able to release and grow. You're able to see opportunities that you didn't see before that was already there, but you are weighed down by it. And that's, why I, that's how I invite veterans that are going through, whether it's their challenges of PTSD or what we call invisible wounds of war, say once you volunteer, you're out helping other people, it frees you up. You are able to think about that same situation differently.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Now it's not a barrier or a problem. It's just a speed bump in the road, and now I'm helping. Somebody smiles, and you get that smile back, and then you're moving on. You're like, what was that problem I had? How yeah. that going? Those hey, smiles are contagious. Yeah. Hey, Sergeant Major, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I thought you had a problem. No, I'm good. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So by volunteering, it makes you feel good about yourself, and it helps. And so that's what I always tell the volu- uh, veterans. The way to get out of any of your own personal issues is volunteer. doesn't make the... Problem go away. It makes you think differently about the uh-huh. problem. And sometimes the biggest problem we have is in that our head. Sense.
5: Yeah, and there, there's multiple avenues. You sure. Can, you can you can actually go to them and ask a volunteer. You can go to the local library, exactly. the, oh, yeah. the museum. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, oh you, yeah. Or oh, even I kind of had works. my
6: children at the early age get mm-hmm. fingerprinted and volunteered at the San Bernardino City Library when mm-hmm. I knew that we had a city library apart from the county. Mm-hmm. I was like, time to go volunteering. Yeah. It makes them grow mentally. Yes. Different. That, that,
5: that's one thing no, I have to say about open our aspect. churches. They are good about getting the kids yes. to volunteer. And bias. you, you, you hit on a you hit the nail on the head that we need to do a better job mm-hmm. of, of of teaching kids to volunteer oh, yeah, at a yearly, early, right. early mm-hmm. age, right? You know, so mm-hmm. they can like get that good feeling and mm-hmm. know it. So mm-hmm. when they have exactly. the rough times in yes. the future. They do exactly what you said. They take the burden off themselves yeah. and help others.
6: And It was a learning process for my children because mm-hmm. I took them to the police department and had them fingerprint, you know, to be a volunteer at the city library. And there's a process you go through. It gives them an open mind, mm-hmm. and it gives them mm-hmm. the ability to say, you know what, if I do something wrong, hmm, they got my fingerprint, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though we never think about that part. <laughs> she, that's <laughs> a mom. She's got that thing. But, you know... It's mm-hmm. very constructive yeah,
2: sure. to let
6: children understand that it's okay to give back. Yes. It's okay to, you know, Support. to give and not have to receive. It's not mm-hmm. always about you. It's not always, you know, you like I said, you have to let self go out of you mm-hmm. completely. In order for you not to hurt, that, well, I have two phones and I don't want to give away one phone because I won't have two phones. It's okay to have one phone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. okay not to have a phone at all. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. but until you get there, then you will truly understand that it's not about oneself. Mm-hmm. It's about a unity that combine. Because sometimes I go down the streets and you hear my name, Angelica or Angie, and sometimes I'm clueless who they are. Mm-hmm. But they remember my oh, yeah. face.
5: And that you help them. Mm-hmm.
6: If you give me a quick second, I want to read something oh, please, from please. a text. Hi, Angie, it's Charette. It's been a while, but you helped me a lot while I was staying in my car. I now work at a financial firm and I'm in the process of getting my license. Even though I am on probation and parole, I am hoping that this too will go in such a way that I will be able to obtain my heart desire and accomplish my dream." And I answered her back and I said, "'I am so glad to see you grow tremendously.'" Mm -hmm that nice. is well, awesome yeah, she wrote yeah, me yes, back today oh, okay, when again another mm-hmm. answer i told her we had the stand down and we had the hre program and it was really a great success with the with the judge and site and oh, the cases yeah. that was dismissed mm-hmm. and i said we are still praying for you she said thank you for praying for me my life has changed so much for the better i am so grateful that i have met you And that you have helped me to know that god was always there he had never left i was just too scared to follow him and now that i have i am asking you to continue to pray for me that i would never walk away from him what am i doing now is sitting and thinking how can i get my children back i have had my children with my mother and i know that i need a bigger house but this too will come because I have made a change. And I thank you for making that change. Now that I have made a change, don't you dare forget me because I definitely can support you. Well, we're never going to forget you. No. On the radio. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's an that's awesome it. story. Sometimes I find them mm-hmm. on the street and I was like, come on. The food pantry is right down the street. Come volunteer. I mean, I've had... Major asked me, um, how many volunteers have you had? I said, Major, probably over 100 or more. Mm -hmm. So as we go down the list to have a volunteer celebration and offer them a certificate of gratitude Mm -hmm. for the time Mm -hmm. that they have given themselves through COVID, it hasn't been easy. Mm -hmm. We had to transition so many times in so many different aspects. Because we wanted to make sure that our seniors, we wanted to make sure the community was safe, yeah. Yeah. but still mm-hmm. be able to gain that benefit that they came for, which is a bag of food, some Bibles, some prayer, some, you know, I need somewhere to sleep, and mm-hmm. we keep on going.
5: So uh, just one example of a volunteering leading to a, a, a new yes. level in life and, a, and an appreciation mm-hmm. f- for spirituality. Um, different levels of volunteering team are can occur uh, even if you are super busy and you have lots of sure. lo- I mean like for example say oh i got kids i go well you can take your kids to these oh, local yes. cleanups mm-hmm. like e- e- even yeah, sure. the lowest lo- the, the lowest easiest thing is just pick up trash mm-hmm. like and you can just show up for an hour and leave i yes. mean mm-hmm. like yes. but but your kids will probably remember that sure. exactly. for forever and mm-hmm. and maybe they'll make a change and like uh, uh that, that, that story inspires because uh, my next question, Sergeant Major, is um, when you have a, a homeless veteran, right, mm-hmm. uh, how do you, uh, when, it, when, when when you know that they could go to the VA for help and there is help available, but mm-hmm. they, they it's just hard to get them there, how, how do you help well, well, them well, get, the, make that?
4: Well, one of the first things in order to help anyone, uh, homeless or anyone, is they got to mm-hmm. trust you. And Mm -hmm. that's one thing that is important. I think uh, Angelica is excellent at the trust people once they believe that you're genuine, that you genuinely believe in them and you genuinely want to help. That's why a lot of times these systems that they have don't work very well because when you stand from an office place and you're saying I'm helping you and you come out with your pad and pencil and you want all the information from them, but you're not giving them anything, you're not giving them of yourself, they don't trust you. They don't know you. So the first thing that we do is we build relationship. Okay. I believe, and in you it. have
6: to. That's you know, trust definite you. must
4: dignity, respect, so, and so honor. You,
5: so you tell them, "I'm a disabled veteran." Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm
4: with you. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not in that place, but I believe you, and I care.
5: Uh, may, may I ask which, which war uh, you were in? So uh, in
4: Iraq and in Afghanistan. I was in Iraq and um, did two tours in Iraq. Uh, it, OEF and OIF, as they call so, it. So,
5: are, are you encountering uh, uh, veterans from that era a lot, or yeah, yeah. or is it Vietnam, or is it
4: all? Oh. I'm I'm encountering all of the above. However, the biggest piece that I'm encountering that are justins involved. I work um, in the veterans courts in Riverside and San Bernardino, mm-hmm. and the biggest uh, folks that I involve, that's justice involved, are those Iraq and Afghanistan uh, okay. folks that I'm seeing the younger. The Vietnam and the older ones, I'm seeing, you know, dealing with a lot more homelessness. The newer generation (laughs) doesn't get into uh, a lot of the homelessness that the older generation, older generations have been in homelessness and they've got certain issues. But the newer ones are getting these, you know, um, using the the substances abuse. Mm -hmm. And so we're getting a lot of that. But uh, have to deal a little bit differently, but the, same, the, the core piece is that I care. Mm-hmm. That I care. And, 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 I you're,
5: and you do offer uh, w- w- possibilities for them to uh, kick that habit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Uh, the, 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 the veterans courts have a, a program. It's a 12-month program that actually invites them in, helps them with uh, housing, helps them with substance abuse, helps them with uh, resources. And that's kind of one of the things that we kind of gotten together. Mm-hmm. And that's what this huge event was about, was offering all of those same amenities to both sides. So, so basically, the, the quick answer is that I share it with them that I care and that I am not above you, behind, you know, over you. Mm-hmm. I care. And that's what brings people in and gets those individuals. And they kind of break down. Once they know you care, because a lot of them think that there's nobody mm-hmm. to care for them. Mama, um,
5: you, when you volunteered at food banks, uh, is it just homeless people, or is, is it uh, uh, families, or who, who do you deal Everybody. with?
3: Everybody, but one of the things that um, really has affected me was when I first started going to food banks, my husband had died, and I needed some help, and I was really embarrassed. And them letting me work there helped me over that. Um, and made me feel like I I was doing something good, but I was helping myself too. And and, and she was helping me because I was eating some of that food. <laughs> <laughs> and um, right. there, you meet so many hundreds of wonderful people Very that true. you would never met in your whole life mm-hmm. if you.
5: In that bond you guys oh. create mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like. I still feel bonds with the, some of the people that I gave food out with. It's like a team effort. Mm-hmm, Everyone's mm-hmm, got their spot, mm-hmm. and you know, like when I went over there to this huge event, I, before
4: I got, how many people did you guys serve that event? I, I'm almost thinking that probably on with the both HRE
6: sides. side, we did more than 200 for yeah. sure,
4: and we probably did about 250 or so. But I, I the whole parking lot was full. There was yes. no. Parking and yeah, it meal. was
5: it was volunteer uh, people in need extravaganza at all, oh, yeah. all so many different things I can't even explain it all yeah, yeah it was amazing um, but but the feeling like every like I, I actually I went in my work clothes right so you know I could have kind of looked like I I was unsheltered a little mm-hmm, bit right. Mm-hmm. And people were very, like, you know, the ones that knew me, of course, are
0: like, Robert oh, But like the other ones are
4: like,
5: oh, uh, you, come on over, you know, like, very welcoming.
0: Yeah,
4: so, sure. Um, yeah.
5: I could just imagine that... Uh, well, see,
6: one of the things that I know for a fact that I made very clear was this event is not an event to just come demonstrate mm-hmm. paperwork, mm-hmm. demonstrate anything that your office has provided. This event... For me, means a lot more than that. Means to get your hands messy if it's the soil.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: It means to, you know, like what we have the slogan that says "Boots on the ground." Mm-hmm. It's time to get work done. Mm-hmm. Wanted to see a different. Wanted to see that life made a change, and there was an impact when it made that change.
4: And I, I think one of the things that we said. We didn't want individuals to come out and hand out a brochure. I could get a brochure from your office, and I could do that. We wanted people to do things, get things done. We wanted people to get their teeth fixed. We wanted people to get uh, glucose testing. We wanted people to get HIV testing. We wanted dental work. And that's what this was, was hands on the ground. We kind of banned brochures. Now, there's an opportunity for brochures, but this was not a brochure. It was boots on the ground.
5: Yeah that that really makes sense cuz I do see a lot of that just a a, a vendor spot with just brochures mm-hmm. and they're paid $15 an hour to hand out the brochures right but yeah but, yeah, but it, most most of the time I take pictures of them and, and put it up but I don't see it get a lot of attention yeah, right yeah. but if you make a connection like you were talking mm-hmm. about right that connection is what brings them back and gets them more involved We right.
6: had a lady on the HR side oh. that had a ticket for 8 years Mm -hmm. And I don't know all the details because some are personal and confidential because of the individual privacy right. But she was so applauding, so happy. I can find a job. I can do this. I can do that. She 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 cried. She was happy. She, I mean, transitioned through all these emotions. And I looked at her. I embraced her. I said, never forget to not to pray because when we give God thanks, it brings a relief within us. And she said, I did that already, and that's why I'm crying now, because I feel that it this burden has been taken off from me. you know." Mm-hmm. But those are the stories that I want to see, I want to hear about. Those are the stories that I know that tomorrow I can look back and say, thank you for doing what you're supposed to do.
5: Uh, I I do have a financial question. Uh, would sure. you, like, how, how do you get the funds to do this stuff? Would, would you like to answer Sergeant <laughs> yeah. Uh A lot I of work. I stay quite on that. <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs> a, a lot of work and a lot of uh, self perseverance. We had uh, some people who really stepped up, uh, but I think what we did, we burdened and carried a lot of it on ourselves and our own personal uh, piece. But that's what we do. But we did have we got some uh, some some great names to mm-hmm. so share. Those people There was people who stepped up, uh, IEHP stepped up and okay. really was a great partner. Goodwill stepped up, amazing like partner. Molina stepped up, was amazing partner.
5: Uh, San Bernardino County Sheriff
4: San Bernardino uh, showed up. Yep, they they showed up uh-huh. and uh, but the, but the financial piece is. Uh, <laughs> We're still paying, we're still, yeah. It's not
5: easy I
6: to said. I said money. I would yeah. be silent on it because I'm physically not working at that time. So I take my children money, I take my husband yeah, so, money, So, so, so there's, there's, there's whatever, things that we're, still, you
4: know, that we're still paying for, uh, for this event. Uh, it's, it's well worth it. Uh, every day we still have like, a, you know, just a small thing like porta potties.
5: Yeah.
4: Our organization pays for the porta potties.
5: Well, thank you very much. Well sir. yeah, and, and it's not
4: to it's not to just but I'm just wanting to say so when people see this amazing, amazing event, uh there are there are funding that come out of that and we're not complaining, but we're just telling Absolutely. you the fact. Absolutely. It's just a fact. And
5: and if if there was you know, <laughs> and the, the park bathroom was
6: it was yeah, open. Yeah, goodness, I got to yeah. give Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, and they so did absolutely th- yeah, so everything possible. So let's give those guys a we lot of people. Yeah, um, the county... They, I mean, for me, yeah. it's a big embrace. Yes. I'm not even going to say anything that is not inappropriate because they deserve yeah, a huge yeah, embrace. Uh, From the inception of the meeting
4: mm-hmm. to
6: the final moment, to the last countdown,
4: the county. they
6: have... Definitely so th- been and the city of San
4: Bernardino. Us.
5: This is the county
6: you're talking about? Both. Right? No, and recreation.
4: Yeah. City. The yes. city embraces with a big, big hug. Yes. Uh, so so we, like, uh, got to give kudos to them. The county, different levels, really embraced. So we, we, in order to pull this off, we had seven. We had an amazing
6: embracement yes. throughout the yes. whole yes. program. Yes. Yes. Throughout every single partner, right. every single resource yes. that has come. SAC has done an oh amazing, gosh. amazing dental, job dental, being it, out there taking care of you. And dental. you got
4: us on this topic that we love. So <laughs> 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 what I, love you I like I, to
5: hear I that, honestly, that uh, the city and the county are actually doing oh, yes. what yeah.
0: they're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Embracing these good they, programs. They did.
4: Um, so if one thing I would tell you, if you look at on October the 13th, that news clip release, it has the real players. If you look at those pictures, you had Loma Linda Nursing did foot washing. Okay. They're on the picture. If you look at, uh, if you look at Caps. Uh,
6: Giving showers. They and-
4: Showers, you know, Community Action Partners, they gave showers. If you look at um, uh, SAC Health, they were, had somebody with their mouth open doing dental. So those are the things we said, boots on the ground. Not brochures. We love brochures. There's nothing wrong with giving a <laughs> brochure. So don't, you guys, don't do brochures. Boots <laughs> we, we Actually,
6: this city <laughs> opened oh, and gave us room to have a dark room so we would oh, be able yeah. to test the eyeglasses.
4: Eyeglasses. L- lions. The Lions Club yes. gave out and seen tons of people and did prescriptions on site. Oh, that's awesome. And then so they could take them. And not only would they take them, but they next year, we're going to have them give out glasses. So, we got some plans, but we need some help. But we got plans for next year. You know, we'll see. You know, this this thing was, how long did it plan for this? We planned for this a long time. It was a, you know, over half a year. Over half a year. Since
5: since May, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just just meeting and so. But we we're excited. It was it was just it was exhilarating. So,
5: so you hear that team?
4: Like <laughs> it
6: like was a, like amazing. They're, they're amazing. saying good
5: things about helping and everything, which is fine. But I'm still gonna say they need some more money. So we have a lot of money. There's no reason why we can't be supporting these a little bit better. I understand they did a great job, but I don't like to hear that you're paying for porta potties. I like to hear that that's all covered. And things like that, and there's no reason why our cities couldn't cover some porta pies for an incredible event like that that got positive news coverage across the board. I seen uh, county supervisors there, I seen council uh, members there, and I, I thank them for showing up and doing that stuff. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we kind of need one of these it goes
6: goes both way also (laughs) too because the time that we were crunching to make sure that the event was total awesome we weren't able to be out there to say well you know what guys we need a financial support Mm -hmm. so I can speak for myself in that aspect I was more on the ground making sure that they were individuals showing up to benefit from mm-hmm. the program. And she got me so there.
5: Yeah. She yeah. sent me the flyer way early. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
6: I did. I from the day the flyer came out, I mm-hmm. didn't even realize it didn't have the hour and then it was like, Okay guys, what well, we missed you need to get my another daughter one. was like, Mom, you missed the time. So we got another, another one. one, we got it up there. Pay for that one. But yeah, you no. know
3: <laughs> But
6: I think and this year Mm-hmm. It's a total different opportunity from what we seen happen
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: to what can happen. Oh, yeah. But we had amazing financial we did. supporters. We had amazing contributors that contributed. Even if it was $20, $10, mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. contributors. Mm-hmm. And those little mm-hmm. contributors... A lot more my volunteers that come and say Angie I have five dollars I have ten dollars I mm-hmm. have a hundred dollars and I'm grateful for every single the big the small the medium I am grateful because mm-hmm. every drip in the bucket has made a effect, great success effect. on our event. For us. a, for this a year, huge
5: help for our city.
4: Yeah, exactly. it was amazing. The
6: and, and you know, we're here. We are part of the city too because yes. we are the city. Yes. Yep. I live here. We are community. My children go to school here. Mm-hmm. You know, my children was grown here. And pretty much it's it's for every child that walks on the street that can look back and said you know I know that there is something out there for me and I know that I can achieve it Mm -hmm. you know and we will continue we will continue, by God's grace, mm-hmm. regardless if financially we are supported or we're not so, so, supported, so we are question? going to do it. I, I know where it's going. I know where Go it's ahead, going. Robbie.
5: I know, but it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah, sleep it, more. It's a hard, but it, I'm going to oh, okay. keep, keep it cool for you guys. I, I just want to. what would you suggest uh, to the politicians on what, what, what they could do to help alleviate the unsheltered problem in, in our cities right now? Um, it, it I know it's not one answer fits all it's probably more like a hundred solutions but like, do you have anything that you could add that maybe we could start doing because um, sometimes I feel like they're lost up there they, they they've tried all the you know the, the tricks in their bag and uh, you know, it, it's, hard. it's a hard situation. It really is. But like we all know, we drive down Waterman Avenue or we drive down Highland in the mm-hmm. evening and you see the mm-hmm. tents come out. Mm-hmm. And it's not just here. It's in L.A. and, you know, Denver and mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., wherever. But uh, what, what would you suggest uh, they do if they, they were going to try to send money a certain way to, to, to help this problem? Go ahead, Sergeant.
6: Well, you hit the
4: head it uh, right off the bat. Is it is a complex problem, first of all, and 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 um, if if we've not learned anything else, we learned that it is a complex problem. Uh, And in those complex problems, there are some easy and short answers, and then there are some difficult, challenging answers. I think what we're dealing with is we're dealing with different levels. There are some homeless that you wouldn't know they're homeless. We yeah. see people, we go in that park and we got people doing things, but the guy's been sleeping in his car for two years. Interesting. That's a whole different, and, and, and most folks don't. Know. And that's a whole different level of sleeping, a, a, a sleeping in a tent. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when, they, when they're, they're, they're looking at this, this complex problem, and they throw a housing, a housing structure up. Now that housing structure may be somebody that might help the folks that's sleeping in their cars, But that's going to be a different kind of challenge for somebody in sleeping in a tent. Now, typically, a lot of times you might get some sleeping in a tent that might have other challenges. And I just think that you really have to kind of face that as an overall complex situation. I think immediately housing is is a challenge, but mental health is a challenge. I think that the biggest piece that we should be putting money to is mental health. Mental health without...
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know.
4: I don't want to say judgment, but mental health is real. And a lot of times these, these, when you go out with signing the clipboard mentality and, and, and that's sometimes what you got is, Hey, I take a number, but we've got to look at mental health.
5: So, so I had the San Bernardino uh, County Sheriff, um, in here, uh, with, with his, with his, uh, for profit that they use. To try to transition, the whole uh, the, the, yeah, people to mm-hmm. the next level, right? Um, he he was explaining to me that more than eighty percent of the cases end up back right where they were after mm-hmm. the help is uh, given. Um, uh, he was blaming it mostly on uh, substance abuse issues, and now uh, I can imagine the mental health. It has a lot to do, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Together, right? It's not just people who are or, who are having problems mentally. They they may have developed more problems because of their substance abuse. So, or is coping it, it, problems. Yeah. How do how do we like how do we get someone like you know everyone's had that alcoholic in the family mm-hmm. or, or, or addict that it's just hard to reach them, and um, barring uh, dr- you know the saying no to drugs kind of thing, how do how do we help them?
6: You know there's all sorts of level of homeless because you have homelessness where I am sitting in my sister home mm-hmm. for a temporary mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. they're homeless pretty much sleeping in cars homeless sleeping in tent and homeless just sleeping just lean to as, with as a comfort or, yeah. of, of what they're in that moment But I think the most important part is to understand the difference between the mental health challenge of the individual and separate it. Because if you're going to take a homeless from its environment and bring him to a different Mm -hmm. environment that he has no knowledge in, it's not going to cope. It's not going to work. I've seen it consistently Mm -hmm. all the time sometime i don't move them around i don't shift them around or tell them they cannot stay because i want to see what they're doing for that at least moment and i'm looking to see what are they trying to cope with Mm -hmm. so pretty much pretty much to determine the type of environment that they need to be able to cope in, to give them the opportunity for change.
5: Well, we have like two minutes left. I, I want to thank you both mm-hmm. so much. Um, I, you're heroes to me. Um, you are mentioning. Uh, uh, what you look like to others i, I imagine them looking at you both in, in including my madre over there and seeing you with halos oh, i don't like match up to well, well well <laughs> every little bit helps and 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 we all have to start somewhere and i i all these volunteers here you're inspiring to me i i try to volunteer when when i get the opportunity and it it, it it's people like you that make these opportunities available, right? Yeah, right. And we, yeah. we, we appreciate you from San Bernardino's heart. We really love you. I love my Madre over there. Mm-hmm. I just want to let everybody know that like, she takes care of me. She's taken care of me since I was uh, born at St. Bernardines. And I love her very much. And uh, I, uh, I like to dedicate this show um, to my father. Um, a disabled veteran um, and uh, passed away in 2008 at Riverside uh, National Cemetery he mm-hmm. was a good man and, uh, and, and, and that fact alone that you work with veterans and stuff is, is, is very special to me and I ho- I'll you. hold it dear Thank to you. my heart you. and uh, this is Robert Porter and a, a great team of volunteers and leaders Goodbye. and heroes of mine <laughs> and we are out of here
0: 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. Former President Donald Trump is suing the House Select Committee investigating the January genu-
1: Tax day is coming. Oh, no.